for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, with 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to shop away and support The Green Room. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Feel free to give us a call at any point in the program. 323-203-0815 is the call number. I'm here with my left-handed man, Logan Lysico. Logan, thanks for being on the program. Thanks. <laughs> Logan, you do Didn't realize that a, that a nod is perfect. Is It's all visual. you gotta, you got to say something. To, yeah, I was trying to... I was wrecking my brain for a new intro. Oh, okay. Now. I said hi <laughs> I said, what up? feel bad that Logan had to rack his brain for a, to, to respond to, hey, thanks for being on the show. Well, speaking of thanks, many thanks go out to... Uh, um, we also have two other special guests in the show. We have uh, actor and comedian Casey Fay. Casey, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Hey, it's good to have an actor. Yeah. Actor, well, you know, he's in some sketches, I guess. Uh, I guess we call him an actor. Just and, trying to build up my slashes, you know? Yeah, actor exactly. Slash. Blogger, social <laughs> social networker, dancer, fan, <laughs> and this man, um, living legend, performance artist, humorist in all senses. Give it up for Lutz, everyone. Lutz. 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 <laughs> Thanks Welcome for being on the program. Hey, Sean God Green. Let's, uh, let's start it off the program by doing a jerk off motion, <laughs> which for those in, ra- in radio, uh, if you don't understand, that, that it's going to be hard to pick up. Lutz. Um, well, let's uh, describe to the uh, listening audience out there who you are and how I came to know you. Who I am and how you came to know me. Let's see. I th- you met my buddy Sully in, in some kind of class out here. Yeah. Yep. I've been out here a few times. You guys are all doing your comedy routine. And, yep. Uh, I came out here a couple of years ago and saw you guys. And Yep. Yeah, I remember uh, Lutz came out to visit uh, my then roommate, Matt Sullivan, and uh, we were hanging out. And uh, I do remember I came home from work one day and Lutz had just spent the day... Uh, buying snacks and drinking by himself, and he decided to hide somewhere in the house and jump out at me um, without me real. You know, obviously I had no idea what the hell was going on, so I was like, yeah, I like that. I like this guy's style. A lot of energy, and uh, you I, know. I've known Lutz for. This is the second day I think I've really spent time with you. you he already did that to me. Yeah, <laughs> he already did that to you. Yeah. Jump out. Like we were all walking in a group together, and somehow I. I just walked around a corner and he was like, "Oh, oh got you! You should have seen your face." Yeah, people falling, farting, and scaring people. That's that's uh, that's your hobbies in life, your priorities. Well, it's just what I like to do to kind of entertain myself. What were those falling, falling, farting? farting. Now wait, you like people. to fall yourself? You, you no, enjoy falling? Kinda, yeah, sometimes. Me and my buddy Trevor, we used to fall in the movie theater. Yeah, you know, right. In just front do Pratt falls like a like a young Chevy Chase. Yeah. All right, I can see or just that. Hide, we used to scare each other and hide in the couch and jump out at each other and. I actually, it's fun to scare people. I go back a ways actually with Lutz too. We went to junior high and high school together in Minnesota, and uh, what I remember from you and Trevor at the 
at the movie theaters, you used to always set the thermostat to really cold. Yeah. So when the girls would come out, they'd be nipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, could just watch them. Nice. they could just watch them walk out. That was their. That was the. That, trick was, the, that was the big highlight of uh, you know working as a uh, teenager. Yeah, at a, 16, 17. That's pretty classy. It's a good move. Trevor had some very moves, smart. Right? He would. He'd go to a movie with Hasbrook and and Hasbrook would be making out with some girl and Trevor would just lean over and. All of a sudden, he'd start grabbing her tits off. <laughs> hey, do you mind? So, wait, you, you're, and she'd say, wait, hold on. Uh, you're going to grab my boobs, and he's going to try to finger bang me? And then she just said whatever and went with it. And all of a sudden, it's like, what the fuck? We're in seventh, eighth grade. Here we go. Yeah, I totally here. missed out on all these opportunities. I was, I was, you know, yeah, lucky to get any sort of solo action. Up, but, yeah. God, we were, we were. It was like some around. cuckold scenario in seventh and eighth grade at the movie theater. That's, uh, <laughs> That's where you used to go to try to, you know, make out. That was your only options. Well, uh, you guys were, uh, you know, you two uh, Minnesota natives, you guys were over hanging out, uh, watching football for the past couple of weeks. Unfortunately, uh, the Minnesota Vikings just didn't have it this year. Um, I did get this off the radio broadcast, and I, I, it's just always enjoyed. It's always uh, great to hear, like, a home announcer. The, their broadcast, so you sure. can hear the real raw emotion. So I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, right. Casey or Lutz. I, Lutz, I know you had money on the game, but I think you can at least find some humor in uh, how it's animated like, shit! <laughs> this announcer gets. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was intercepted by Tracy Porter. Near side to the 40. And John Sullivan runs him down at the 47-yard line. You've got to be kidding me. I can't believe what I just saw. Looking at that play, he should have just held on to it, Paul. He should have. He could have easily gotten five or six. I love the, I love the you guy. You have to do that fucking laugh, Sean. Bullshit. The other the other guy. Well, it's just it's just funny. The other guy's like, I can't believe this. I can't believe it. And then the guy's just pointing out, oh, why was he even doing that? Six yards. If he would have just pulled that thing down and dove forward. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. <laughs> this is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, no humor. <laughs> no humor that oh, come on. A guy, a guy loses his mind. Everybody says, you know what, we're going to remember the Brett Favre thing, and it's shit because it's the last bullshit thing that happened in that game. Six fumbles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we totally deserved 425 yards to like 250. Well, not like that, but I just and figured if we God. didn't if we didn't have Favre in there, we maybe win our division. Probably Green Bay wins our division. We battle for a wild card spot and lose the first round. So while he, while he didn't make a good decision, I got no beef with him. What was that reference to Detroit? This isn't Detroit? Do you oh, know? he's just saying like it's not a you know meaningless game. It's not like just... Oh, okay. Over, this know. is for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's PA and Dubay. Those are... Big, uh, well, big I, you guys have your different theories. Uh, let's just blame <laughs> it on the fumbles. I, I think there's a clear reason why you guys lost this game, and that was uh, the fight song that Prince decided to write for the Vikings to inspire them. They're 0-1 with the new Prince fight song, and I don't know if you guys heard this already, but uh, take a listen. Okay, now this is a good start. This, I like this like ominous drum. You got some bass. This is, all right, this sounds like it's going to be pretty badass. This is for the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah, this flute. And then what? <laughs> this is a bunch of shit. This is not real. Yeah, dude, no, this is real. Fuck what Prince says, anyways. You know what? We were pretty much watching a Rocky movie, and you watch Brett Favre and he's getting his ass beat to shit, and he gets up, and he, everyone's holding him, gray hair, he's beat the fuck, his arms are all bruised. And you really thought, it's destiny, it's going to happen. And I kept telling everyone that for sure it's happening. And then Apollo Creed knocked him the fuck out at the end. Done. Done. <laughs> now, how is this going to... A fight song, you're supposed to like rally around, you're supposed to be able to sing a fight song. This is just like... 
This is just like a, sounds like a fight song for like a Care Bears. <laughs> yeah, this is this, uh, the, yeah Care Bears. It sounds right out of like this is like a little league fight song. Casey, try and defend obviously, this uh, Prince fight say, song. I was gonna say obviously that's as close to indefensible as of a song as you can get, but. I mean, it's a, it's like a marching band uh, fight song. Like everyone's fight songs are lame when you actually like. No one's fight song is like, you know, DMX with barking dogs and kicking ass. It's like, they're all. I mean, that's that the, voice was just too. Well, yeah, I mean, off. sure, it, but it's like I don't know. Would you would you rather? Are you a John Philip Sousa fan? Like I don't know the style of music. I just know I don't. It's like marching band, you know, like school themes. Now this is this is the Eagles fight song. That's the kind of song that can lead you to uh, lose in the playoffs five out of the eight years. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're looking for in a fight song. I'll say that's got more of a bass drum. It's, that has more bass drum in it, so it's right. therefore hard. But if you, all right, Prince, fine. I appreciate the effort. Um, but at least get someone <laughs> that has some bass in their voice to sing it. Yeah, I'm sure he's just like probably, you know, hanging out at his crazy house all by himself. Like <laughs> thinks that like he doesn't know, he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know. He's just. <laughs> You just invite some people over, some kids in the neighborhood to sing on a song, and I don't know, who knows? I don't know what Prince is doing. <laughs> you don't, don't well, you don't have that to. That song, def- that song is, I mean, it's it's a terrible song, but I think every fight song is terrible. I I don't know, like my high school, th- it sounds like my high school fight song. Sounds like your high school fights. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry about that. I liked my high school fight song more, actually. Yeah. You enjoyed it better it. than that, Logan? But yeah. It's tough to beat. Uh, we actually, well, wouldn't uh, Prince was on the other day, when he was uh, on camera there uh, and at the Dallas game, he was watching the game, and then we got into a big argument in the house over whether or not we thought Prince was gay, or not not necessarily um, a committed homosexual, but in our minds, Logan, do you think Prince has ever, <laughs> do you think Prince has ever been involved in some gay acts? Definitely. All right. Lutz, what do you say? Gay or not gay, Prince? He eats lots of ass. <laughs> At least by. I don't know if he's gay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, he, people were thinking that I was crazy for assuming a he's guy the who bitch dresses. In a relationship too. He, he guy, would be the bitch. Yeah, he dresses like a woman. Um, he sings about women a lot, I think, and has any. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yeah, he's been known to like be really controlling of his women. Like the Apollonia chick, he wouldn't even like let her leave the mansion for like a year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by any means if there were gay stuff that came out, but I have yet to hear anything. And everything I've ever heard is like that he's just crazy, fanatical, controlling over women. So right, he did hook up with uh, Carmen Electra, yeah. who's also hooked up with Dave Navarro, who's also <laughs> kind of done <laughs> some true. weird gay stuff. Dennis Rodman. Uh, so I don't know, maybe Carmen Electra likes to date these guys who with like you know feminine sexuality. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Just when I see a guy with assless anything, I assume, hey, here's a guy who's probably messed around with other guys. Yeah, but in the late 80s, early 90s, every musician was, I mean, dressed and looked pretty gay. You know, hair bands and, um, I mean, even rapper, I mean, even Vanilla Ice was rapper. You know, like, <laughs> I'm sure he had some dude stuff going on. So. Yeah, I don't know. Vanilla Ice doesn't strike me as a super heterosexual. Although you know they when he put out, I love when he uh, tried to bring back his career as like a hardcore singer. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, no, this is a totally different Vanilla Ice. This is a Vanilla Ice that uh, yeah, this is he's all new, all different. And then all he did was just do like a heavy metal version of his uh, you know Ice Ice Baby. But you know you guys did dance around to the Ninja Turtles video at the end. Oh, oh course, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, that was that was when Vanilla Ice. <laughs> what am I, not I did. Cool I'm not gonna say I did. I jammed around like I was a badass Vanilla Ice guy with the Ninja Turtles. I had the Ninja Turtles album uh, coming out of their shelves. I think it was called. <laughs> coming wow. out. We're coming out of our shells. 
Yeah, oh man, there was yeah. some that was some rock joints back on that. If anyone wants to YouTube that, um, I remember some power ballads off that. I remember I went to uh, Vanilla Ice's website recently, and it was like it was just like those animated loops, like it was done so cheaply. Oh yeah. <laughs> like these days, you could almost just buy a pre-made site, but it looks <laughs> so crappy. I remember Vanilla Ice so. when we watched his. Um, I had a sleepover and we had we sat around and watched a video or what you know had plugged in a movie and we watched plugged in a movie. <laughs> That's your dad telling the story. No, he fired up one of those movie machines. We watched Cool as Ice and I still remember that scene where he jumps the fence in the motor like while he's driving the motorcycle and I was like, man, he is cool as ice. <laughs> All right, speaking of cool as ice and uh, music, uh, we'd like to uh, you know I'm a real big fan of this next guy's career. Um, mostly known for his basketball, but he's also put out a decent amount of rap songs. This is a uh, Ron Artest's yeah. latest single, Hennessy at Halftime. This is Hennessy at Halftime. what up, man? See, now this isn't. Uh, this is some other guy like Rex. In between the lines, like he raps for most of it. So that's not bad. Is this Rex from Rex and Effects? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. R E K S? I have no idea uh, who that no, is. No, no, that's not. Sing along, this is Hennessy at halftime. This is halftime, Hennessy. Baby, pass. It is, it's, it's crazy that the guy admits to drinking during a sports game, and then people are like, hey, everyone's talking about it. Let's put out a single. Yeah. <laughs> no, the rapper's obviously really smart. Our test is stupid to be like, <laughs> still promoting that, but the Rex guy obviously is like, oh man, I can ride this train to. Yeah, exactly. Views. When, uh, yeah, Ron, Ron, sing along. One for the stress, counting all the times I've been blessed. Same amount of times I've been hexed. Grew up in the bridge projects. Warriors foul, rough and childless. Terminator Valentine at halftime. I was on the Gatorade, chatty on the Purple Haze. Three different type of ballers. Had a chance to play in the league, but Mike Jones on his feet. Dreams of rock and fly kick. So I guess that's not that bad. I don't know. Man, yeah, I get more, I give more and more respect to Ron Artest every time. <laughs> I don't know, the guy's just... Well, his song about the Afghani women was kind of odd, I gotta admit. <laughs> that's that's where the R&B goes a little crazy, but... No, I mean, there's not that much difference between him and R. Kelly. It's a thin line between uh, Ron Ron and R. Kelly. Yeah, no, I mean, for... Yeah, you get into a studio, you get some decent production, you know, you can turn out something listenable. Um... Casey uh, Lutz and I are on a basketball team, a local basketball team. Casey wasn't at our first game uh, last night, but, um, yeah, we came out of the gates not looking too hot. Let's describe how our first uh, rec basketball league went down, our first game. It was pretty sweaty. I, I, <laughs> I was sweaty. Both, both accounts described it as we sweaty. Were, we were so fucking wet. Uh, but... Um, they beat the shit out of us. We didn't have any black guys, first of all. Right. That's a huge disadvantage and, and, if you don't know anything about basketball. The truth. I'm sorry. They beat the fuck out of us. We were down by 40 at halftime, I think. <laughs> right. They, no, they yeah. They ended up being 85 <laughs> to 119, and, and they were all laughing and playing jokes with the ref, and the ref would, the ref would say, I think Kramer's foot was on the line on a three, and, and then and then the one ref across the way goes, does a two, and the other ref goes, oh, hell, give him three. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, God, we just got destroyed. You Ouch. know it's bad when the refs are pitying you, like, oh, let him <laughs> yeah. play. Like, we just fouled the entire half. They didn't call any fouls. The other team refused to even come back to cover us <laughs> on the on our breakaways. Oh, it was so embarrassing. There was this, there was this guy they called Jesus who was, like, you know, my height, 135 pounds, and was trying to alley-oop 
um, himself off the glass and like could slam yeah, it down. The, the McGrady. He was trying to do the McGrady. Yeah, it was insane how much better they were than us. They were. They must have hit like 23s in the first half. And we, you know, we even tried to get people out there. I mean, sure, I had a career high 12 points, but other than that, this <laughs> no, was no. I, I thought you played well. Your three ball was really stroking. Yeah, exactly. That was the best part is how I heard about the game because Sean was the first one to come home. So the first thing I heard about was the career high. <laughs> and then as, as more and more people came in, I got more and more information about how we got our ass kicked. But uh, no, I think we got spoiled by playing in the predominantly Asian league last time. Right. Yeah. I mean, we not to really break it down completely by races. But um, you yeah, know, you guys told me I'd be like Shaq. And yeah, I'd get that's there what we're <laughs> like Christian Leitner. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah, we thought we were like, oh Lutz, you can dunk. Oh my God, you're gonna tear things up. Well, the other the Asian league, it was uh, obviously everyone was a lot smaller. Um, you know, they were not nearly as big, not necessarily nearly as strong. They also had a person keeping stats the entire time. They would post <laughs> yeah. the stats online. It was a well organized league. This other league is running out of North Hollywood. It's uh, a bit urban, so I don't know. We'll see how we do. Two teams have paid their fees so far. Right. <laughs> and the most disheartening thing was we talked to the guy after the game. They're like, yeah, so, uh, man, those guys are really good, huh? He's like, I guess so. I mean, there's at least three teams that are better than them. It's an eight-team league, <laughs> and we just got destroyed by a team, and the guy's telling us there's three teams that are much better than that. Oh, he's just getting in our heads. Yeah. Well, he's the guy running the league, so well, he's in our heads. Yeah, but then... The worst part, we were limping out of there, kind of with our heads down, all sweaty and bullshit. And the guy comes up <laughs> and running, "Hey, you guys, you guys need any extra players? Let us know, because I mean, unless you guys just want to keep showing up, <laughs> why, why the fuck would you even come back? Yeah, much, exactly. You know, like horrible. It really felt bad, but I got a good workout. I think we all enjoyed it. And, and now, uh, when we were hanging out the other uh, the other weekend, you were talking about um, you'd done some uh, jet skiing. Or uh, sorry, water skiing. You're a big fan of water skiing. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm not a big fan. I've gone twice, and both times were horseshit experiences. Really? Not a big fan. What happened? Uh, now I remember you telling some story about, uh, you know, you was a middle school or something, high school. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. went out and it was you a, did some water skiing. And, and you know, in the triangle <laughs> piece, they just said, uh, kind of stand up and keep your knees down. And, and okay, so up. you're going out now. What was the premise of this? How did you get? Did you get invited to a water skiing trip? Yeah, like, it was just, was no, it was just my buddy's lake because we were in Minnesota. There's just lakes everywhere. Lakes everywhere, man. So you just go out. And oh, I know. 10,000 lakes. <laughs> so, there's, so the, you know, the triangle piece, the rope, I'm a little seventh grader with the skis up in there in the water, sitting with my ass down. I get up, and I just flip forward around, and, and it gets caught, like, in between my legs and my groin area, and I turn into this ball under the water, and this rope just shoots, like, out. It looks like a rope shooting out of my ass, but it's really just pulling me under the water. So, wait, you, you kind of stumble. You get sucked under. The the rope's still pulling you. Yeah, they th- thought I fell, so they kind of swirled around, and I'm there. My arms are up in the fucking air, and the <laughs> life jacket's all, almost off my head. And, I fuck, I got up out of the water, and I had all these red marks under. I thought I was going to die for sure under there. So I never wanted to really go water skiing again, ever. Until high school, it's Michelle Shermer's parents have this cabin. Okay, of course, everyone knows Michelle Shermer. <laughs> well, she had this cabin, and she's like, come on up to the cabin, and we'll yeah. go water skiing. Well, she's super fucking hot. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, of and course, if a hot chick invites you to go water skiing. You're going to go. Yeah, exactly. All right, so and, you're going to Michelle Shermer's over there, cabin. And it's like, uh, yeah, we're still in high school, so it's not like it's a big thing, but it's... So it's supervised, but... Uh, <laughs> you should, yeah. I wish you could have seen his face when he said, uh, it's supervised. He, like, sighed, <laughs> rolled his eyes. Put your head down. We, we didn't have kegs or anything. That was a couple, you know, you had to wait those few years till afterwards, usually. But um, So, no, they take us out water skiing, and, and the parents are in the boat, and my buddies are all there, and, 
and they say, let's give it a buzz again. Why don't you, why don't you try it out? You haven't tried it since seventh grade. What's going on? I, I said, all right, I'll do it. And I got in the water, and they said, just keep your butt down, and I, and you'll be fine. And the boat went, and I, I got up, and I kept my butt down, and my ass just kept slamming against the water super hard. Oh, man. But I was staying up, and then I flipped over and fell, and then I, they said, no, but now stand up. So then I eventually tried it and got it. And then I fell, and they came around all clapping, yay, fucking water ski, big fucking deal. Yeah, exactly. Get up into their boat, all of a sudden have like seven enemas right there <laughs> shooting shit all over their boat down oh, my legs man. all over the place oh wait and no. the parents and she's there with no, her kids out and everything it? you know and I'm yeah. like god damn it all my friends are just looking at me I'm shit myself fucking <laughs> bullshit I'm you just trying to water ski so wait alright hold on I, you gotta slow down a little bit okay you climb back into the boat now when do you realize like oh my god that was probably a, a bad idea like I just Ingested through my anus all this. Lake I had no water. idea what was even happening. I just it just so you just felt you just fell a rumble. Or I didn't just, know if like lake water. I obviously I was shitting lake water shooting out of my butthole. I, maybe that was what it was. <laughs> he just thought that was water skiing. It was the <laughs> second time. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> no. Now wait, did you did you try to stop it at all? Did you have like a bucket or anything? Try to hide it. I don't really remember. I just remember it wouldn't stop, and they, everyone was laughing. And the mom was like, "Oh, honey, it's, it's okay. You're having an anima. You're having. I'm having what? You're having an anima. What You're the fuck? Having an anima? I don't know. How does this mom know how to console you? I guess like, people probably always put their butt down in the water when they're water skiing growing up. I don't know if that's something that animas just maybe nobody else has them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that much about water skiing, but I feel like this is a pretty unique story in the sport. Well, now I, I missed work for, because I got some kind of stomach thing the next week, and I, they turned out because all the lake water got up in my butthole, and, <laughs> and it ended up giving, all the bacteria were making me a shit all the time, and they just you know cleaned me out. Imagine that calling in sick story. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, no, they totally didn't believe me. They pretty much gave me. No two, one believed two the lake water the enema week. story. No. All right, so now you have these multiple enemas on the boat. I imagine the dad has to clean things up with a wet mop or something, or they just hose it into the lake. What happens to it? Oh, I don't know. It's a boat. They, I mean, there's fish guts. They just yeah, spray they it just sprayed it, it off. Like shit. Now, what happened? Did anything happen with Michelle? Or did that did that ruin things? Obviously, or how oh no, no, well, no, nothing happened with Michelle. No, none of us, uh, none of us ever did anything with her. I think maybe Machi wanted to. Wasn't your friend? That, what didn't Hasbro date her for? Yeah, yeah he was dating her. Oh uh, yeah. She, Ma- he just threw in the fact that she was a hot chick just to aid the story. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter if it's your buddy's girlfriend or just some any girl around. But if, if there's a hot girl around, you don't want to be shit in your pants. In front of her. <laughs> that's true. You, or having enemas in front of her. <laughs> no, that's a good point. You that's, just don't want to. Yeah. You seem to have a lot of um, like just from listening to you and stuff and hanging out with you. You seem to have a lot of stories about shitting or shitting yourself. Do you think that's do you think there's yeah. some weird fascination that you have with it, or you think it's an accident that you have a lot of uh, shitting stories? I don't. I just think I just can't control it. it. Just when I have to go, I have to fucking go. So you're you're a 30 year old incompetent or incontinent guy? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. The traffic here made me shit my pants the first week I started working here. No. I got my car broken into. Yeah. And they broke the they broke the window, and then the guy came to fix my window. Some part broke to where now I couldn't open my door from either side, in or out. <laughs> okay, so wait, you can't <laughs> open you either of your car cars. Doors? So you have to crawl out the passenger side door. Okay. Okay, and I so I'm all ADD, right? So I gotta go get my ADHD medicine at Walgreens. Right. And it's eight, like 7:30 in the morning, trying to get to work. Yeah. And I'm driving two miles to Walgreens, and I stop at McDonald's, eat the McDonald's breakfast, get the little coffee, oh, and it geez. starts brewing up just barely a little bit. <laughs> Quick, get my pill. Pop it in there, thinking for sure I'll just be home in a minute. In a minute, I'm gonna go shit. And you know what the pill does? Mixes all around in there, and oh, then you okay. just you have to just blow it up. Well, I'm sitting there in traffic. How the fuck? It takes so long to get home. 
I pull into this residential area, and I'm totally going to try to run in and shit, and I realize I can't open my fucking door. What am I going to do? And I'm in all my dress work clothes. I look in the back of my car, and I see my twin's hat, and I see... <laughs> I see Can't a, do that. Like Can't a Walmart bag, right. a, an empty Walmart bag. So right. I, I think I always pick up my dog shit in these kind of bags. I can just shit in one of these. Right, exactly. You're so <laughs> I just pulled my pants down and 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 just hovered over it in the passenger seat there while all the cars went by and just dropped this huge shit. Did in there. <laughs> <laughs> so did you still go into work that day? Well, what I did was I took the napkins out of the McDonald's breakfast bag and wiped my ass. <laughs> oh my threw god! Threw it in the Walmart bag, uh, tied it up like a dog bag, put it down on the floor in the passenger seat. Went home quick, threw it away. Oh, okay. Made sure to check that I didn't shit anywhere on myself. Really just washed the hands and went to work and went on with the day. Nice. I'm pretty confident I can accomplish You sound like a great employee, though. I mean, I would definitely <laughs> have called in sick on that day. The real question is, how how shitty is that guy at fixing car windows? That he was fixing your car window and made it so you can't <laughs> broke the open locks. the door? Yeah, yeah he put the window in. He, put, the he replaced the window for me. Great, but then I couldn't <laughs> open the door. That doesn't really seem to help you out much there. No. So eventually the part came in. I got it fixed, but... Yeah, that that particular situation, I, I, if I would have been able to get out of the door, maybe I could have made it somewhere safe. But keep being able to crawl through the passenger side door without shitting your pants, no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's too much to ask for. I'm only one man. Now, what? You're a Minnesota guy. You grew up in uh, Minnesota for your most of your life, right? Right. Now, what what brought you out here to Los Angeles or uh, the where you're living now? You're living out in Rancho Cucamonga. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been in Denver for ten years, and I've been here three, four months, I guess. But uh, my brother-in-law plays hockey for the Ontario Reign, and my sister and him just got married in August, which nice. is cool. So I kind of transferred with my job and picked there, and and you guys kind of all inspired me with how much fun you have just fucking and joking around all day and having fun at work instead of wanting to kill yourself every day. Now, you do you do seem like a guy who has a lot of fun at work, because right yesterday before the basketball game, you came in all pissed off saying, uh, they took my Wii away at work. Now, how did that come yes, about? Yes, it's such shit! <laughs> God, bullshit! Okay, sorry. I, no, it's all right. Let it okay, loose. There's this, I work in a corporate buddy. office environment, and why they suit up every day is beyond me. Why are you fucking wearing suits and ties all day? No customers are in here. Yeah. Nobody's talking to anyone, and, and everybody wants to kill themselves. Right, exactly. It doesn't seem like a great work <laughs> and environment. I'm trying to have fun around there and liven it up a little bit. And, and, and now, what kind of stuff do you do around the office to liven things up? Well, like, I'll, I'll scare people. <laughs> Come, coming back to that, that's your uh, go-to move, all right? You enjoy scare scaring people. people. I like to scare people. My The fart machine, I got the fart machine on my oh, phone. Oh, okay, nice. So I'll, I'll quick go hide it by some girl's desk that doesn't even have even met me or anything, and we'll just sit and put it Now, is that a good icebreaker, setting up the fart machine next to It actually to a girl? is. Like, in closings, while you're signing documents, you'll have buyers and sellers sitting there, and, and it's all weird, and you just quick play the fart joke. <laughs> And then it just everyone kind of laughs. It's like, oh, so anyways, yeah, that's, we're just doing this deal. No yeah, <laughs> that's a great segue. But uh, yeah, no, I had a Wii and I put I, Tiger Woods. I went and got a monitor so so we could play at lunchtime and play some Tiger Woods golf so I could get to know some of the, all these district staff and managers and everything. And 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 it worked well. Now they're playing golf with me and referring me business and everything. And so right, great networking tool, the Wii at work. Yeah, and and HR calls and says, uh, Chris, you know, you can't be playing video games. It's inappropriate, pretty much. And and I explained to her what I was doing and that it was working, and she actually agreed. She said, "You know what? That's great, and and you should you should be able to keep it. So keep it. Cool. Well, now this week, all of a sudden, I get a call from my boss. Hey, Lutzy. My boss calls me Lutzy. It's awesome. He's fucking <laughs> he rocks. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to have you take that Wii. You're gonna have to take the Wii away, Chris. 
why? You know, and yeah, why? Well, it's why a, take it's away a the system way? security risk, and you can call HR back. So I call HR back, and Barb, Barb is HR. What, <laughs> what the hell is going on? And she goes, Chris, I know, you know, security just says it's a security risk. I don't know what what is going to happen. Fuck, call Jack Bauer. I don't know what to do. It's it's it has a wireless signal, right? So it'll all these all of a sudden all these hackers are going to come in and steal everybody's information and every bullshit. It's not even connected to my computer. Seems they're just like trying it. to. They just don't like the fact that I'm doing it. And they want me to not act out and and stay in line and be their little <laughs> fucking corporate tool on this bullshit. You don't play by those rules, do you? No, no. Have you ever so gotten? Did in- you did you cave? Did you get rid of it? Well, yet? it's yeah. HR demanded it. Corporate uh. security came in and said that that's a liability to the company. So yeah, they, which is complete shit. That's the whole point is that they they made up this lie and HR people don't know anything about technology. They're just like yeah. I mean, we're gonna endanger because of the Wii. Get the fucking Wii out of here. Ping pong table. <laughs> Ping pong table. That's the answer. Something to have fun at work, man. Yeah. It's uh, I, I said I said that even in jail they let people out for an hour at the yard. Ooh, he used the jail. He used the jail. Yeah, what is this a jail? It it's, sometimes feels like it. Fuck. Slaving away at that corporate prison. Well, speaking of corporate prison, uh, we're gonna take a quick little break here and talk about our corporate sponsor. That's right, Amazon.com. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you work in a little more laid back environment where they allow a Wii at your workplace. So feel free to. Uh, Check out ShantiGreen.com. Click the Amazon link, and you can access. You can get a Wii online. And uh, Logan, you know what time is coming up? What's that? Tax time. That's right, tax Uh-oh. time. I know, no one likes tax time, but taxes can be. Uh, you can do them easily. You can actually do them yourself with uh, H&R Block at Home or TurboTax, and you can actually get uh, 25% off on H&R Block at Home or. TurboTax uh, through Amazon. So if you just want to get that software, and uh, all you got to do is go to the ShantiGreen.com link, click the Amazon logo, and uh, <laughs> there you go. You are going to say link again, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> I, I riffed these uh, live reads. I don't know if you noticed that. But yeah, uh, Amazon did. The more important thing is what don't they have on Amazon? They got books, they got DVDs, blenders, they got Wii's. What? You need stuff, right? You need to you need to get the economy going. Let's buy stuff. Barack Obama inspired me, and he should inspire you to purchase stuff and uh, help out the economy. Check out shantigreen.com. Click the Amazon link. All right, we're back from that talk. I feel like that was a good talk. <laughs> I love that, that we're back. Awesome. I always love that every time. And we're back. Yeah. Well, we didn't really go anywhere, but uh, I feel like I, I wanted to delineate between you know live content and uh, you know. The actual uh, commercial part of the program. Um, Actually, uh, I got one more thing to read here. It's got a little fan mail. It's got a little fan mail. Uh Yeah, exactly. Hey, Sean. Just wanted to tell you I've been listening on occasion. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) This is actually the best. This is the most uh, positive fan mail I've gotten. That chap lips joke a few episodes back just gets me every time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listening to the most recent one now and the New Year Eve intro had me spit my Cheerios back in my cup. Keep up the good work. Hope you're having a good day. Brian T. Thank wow. you, Brian, for uh, tuning into the program. I know we always appreciate that at the green room. <laughs> I love how I didn't want to admit that he was too big of a fan. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. Know, like, yeah, no, I listened to that same Chap Lux joke over and over again. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just check in here and there. Hey, when you got something that works, yeah. you do it. Yeah. Like eating cereal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out of a cup. <laughs> Out of a cup. Yeah, you put that in there too. So his life's going good. It's going great, man. It's going great. I uh, speaking of my life, I'll give you guys a little insight. I was I was auditioning um, for a commercial role for Ooh. a Carl's Jr. online. Um, I didn't get it. It was a Carl's Jr. online uh, 
ad or something. I was supposed to. Uh, it's like a, gr- a new grilled cheeseburger or something like that. But was Kim I don't, Kardashian in it? No, she wasn't. They're I mean, not, I don't know. The same I, role. I didn't. I didn't I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she got it somehow. <laughs> I want to see you eat that salad, sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's sex idol. All right, uh, I'll I'll be in this. Um, person with giant ass. <laughs> No, I, but I was auditioning for a role of regular guy, and it's so weird. I mean, I'm starting to realize I'm just not a good actor, and I shouldn't even bother going to these auditions, but, you know, I'm bored at work, so I still send out for them. And you get in there, and it's just, it's all these, like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, half-queer guys, uh, you know, with their, like, hipster people, you know, like, with the tight beard, the tight jeans and stuff, explaining to you what a regular guy should be like. Okay, um, so your sports team just uh, did bad, and you're sad. Okay, go. <laughs> it's like ex- they're explaining to you what a regular guy is, and it's it's weird. It's like, I know what a regular guy is. I'm a regular guy. I'm a real American. You don't know anything about being a regular guy. And then that doesn't play well in the audition. Did, so did you slam a chair and just start cr- crying about how much money you lost? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah fucking like, Eagles. Fucking Andy Reid. <laughs> motherfuckers. We don't even need this goddamn season. They're like, all right, well, if you want to reenact um, how I feel after the sports team gets obliterated, we're going to need a plastic deck chair that I can whip uh, somewhere. And we're going to need some whiskey. We're going to need some uh, citrus-flavored skull that I can shove into my lips. Uh, <laughs> you don't have any sort of props. I cannot actually reenact this for you. <laughs> But they don't seem too concerned about it. They're, yeah, it was casting for normal guy. And then they're like, all right, now uh, now try it as Ron Burgundy. It's like, all right, yes, <laughs> we're going to try it as normal guy. And then Ron Burgundy, um, there's nothing normal about Ron Burgundy. <laughs> except that he also, like myself, uh, does curls. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> we also, uh, what else has happened? We also had a uh, going away party for our... Um, our friend, uh, Kiafa, and her friend, Christine. That was a good time. They can both be our friends. Right. Oh, what did I say? You oh, said your friend, Kiafa, <clears throat> and her friend, Christine. Oh, okay. sorry. Our friends, Kiafa and Christine, they're, uh, they're both going overseas to pursue different adventures. And uh, I, I, one of my favorite moments, well, besides the fact that these girls threw the party, so that meant there was a lot of chicks there. It was, it was weird. Like, I just went out there and was just starting to cook some chicken, and then out of nowhere, it was just this tidal wave of single hot chicks who... Eventually, didn't talk to me, but it was still <laughs> it was still really optimistic, really early on, and uh, I really really liked uh, you know just being around hot chicks, as as Logan said in his speech. Lo- they, it was weird because they uh, they immediately put um, Kiafa's boyfriend Cornell on the spot like for a speech. And you could tell he was just wasn't prepared at all for a speech, but you know, I guess he he said some stuff, and uh, <laughs> and then you know they're like, all right, anyone else? Anyone else want to say something? Then Logan, Logan storms the mic and just delivers a speech where it's just, hey, uh, got, hey, what's up, chicks? Um, just wait for me. Like, just give me a chance. <laughs> Logan, can you recap your speech at the party? Yeah, I said they're both. Well, I got up there. First of all, I don't think I understood that it was a toast, so I just said something. <laughs> Wait, how did you? I just said something and waited for someone else to pick up the mic, and I don't know. Everyone kept staring at me. But anyway, um, yeah, I was like, uh, Kiafa and Christine, you're both gorgeous. You both have great personalities. And everybody's like, oh, or whatever, or woo, or whatever they do. And then I was like, wait for me. And I got really serious, and I was like, wait for me. <laughs> Now, now because they're leaving the country, I want them to wait for me. I'm not gonna wait for them. You said you would. You, you <laughs> yeah, you, no, you said you were gonna wait. But I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> now, do they you want think... me to? I don't... This is all a joke, I think. <laughs> I think. What was all a joke? 
He, it sounds like he will wait for them if they want him to wait. Oh, okay. But you're still, it's still. But if not, it's totally a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is going on? Are you fucking one of these girls? Both. <clears throat> okay, so you're pretty much saying no, when no, they no, come no. back, if you want, I'll just let you ride on my disco stick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but they have to wait for me though. Like, it's not true love. Because you're not gonna go to Africa, right? Or no, or Australia. Australia. That's where they're heading out. So, but I was just, uh, I was just impressed that Logan just felt compelled to do an improvised speech. Really felt moved by the moment. So you're gonna miss him, Logan. Oh yeah. Yeah, bummed out. Did did she ever do the reverse call or cowgirl in that chair? No, no. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was part of the deal. I thought if she was gonna stay in the room and kind of be a roommate before she left, that she had to do the reverse cowgirl on that yellow. Chair. Well, I don't know if that was necessarily the deal that she set up. <laughs> she said, I think oh, that yeah, was like that. a deal that you decided to throw on after the fact. We still should have deserved to have it before she left, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. I she don't. didn't leave yet. Bullshit. So. Well, that should make sure we throw it in there too. So now let's let's. What's your deal with women right now? I know uh, I know you came out here with a oh. with a uh, lady and. Doesn't seem to. What's what's the current status in your love life? You know, for the first time in my life, I had a, an actual mature breakup, and it's it's not something I ever do or have, and <laughs> and uh, it, it's kind of a. Now, uh, how is this breakup different from breakups in the past? Um, I guess you could say my last relationships kind of they, they got a case of uh, they were. They were very whorish, I guess. That's really the best way to say it. Now, what do you mean by that? Like she ended up cheating like, on like you? Like being past like, hey, I guess we're, you know, we're we're here and engaged, and then I guess I'm just a whore. I guess I'm cheating on you with this guy. Or, oh, okay. Or it would be like, yeah, you just, you know, it, it was. It always ended with people saying fuck you and fuck you, and and I think a lot of relationships end that way, and that's kind of bad. Yeah, usually they say if it didn't end badly, it didn't end. Well, and it's unfortunate that. Some people will just go with the relationship to a point to where you actually hate do hate each other, and um, we're we're gonna be remain friends, I think, and we're pretty cool. We're both going different directions, but uh, we we were honest with each other, and it was it was cool. So he's single, ladies. <laughs> yeah. You want a guy who enjoys falling, farting, and uh, big white Norwegian. <laughs> now you seem to also uh, now that you're yeah. single, you seem to have a lot of theories when it comes to uh, masturbation. Is that something that? Uh, you know, you seem to be very particular. I know you've shared a lot of stories uh, off the air about your particular methods that you enjoy. Yeah, I'm a big beat off. I mean, I I, uh, I enjoy jacking <laughs> off definitely. Yeah, who doesn't, right? Right. I mean, it's uh, my first experience that well, with it was Indian style in the shower, pretty much. <laughs> now, now that was <laughs> the first. That was fascinating. Yeah, that was the first me. time I ever jacked off was in the shower, Indian style, shooting in the drain. Still now, a, all right, Indian slow down. Style ever. Slow down. Yeah. Yeah, Indian style. That <laughs> Indian style? What is well, that it was, mean? it was one of those, like, uh, you know, uh, rectangular, singular stand-up showers, you know, with the glass. Okay, and yeah. So, no, it, I'm you know, it wasn't like a tub shower, and you would just sit there Indian style with the drain. Kind <laughs> no, of, wait, wait. What gave you <laughs> the... That, you took a shower? Well, what? I think I was doing it, jacking it, and I just was like, fuck, I gotta sit down for this. <laughs> and, then, uh, right, okay. and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just became like a habit, just kind of pounded out. I, I learned from my buddy at work, Jack off Jared, people say pounded out out here for sex and jacking off, so I was yeah. sitting there pounding it out. And <laughs> I I just, you know, that developed a kind of a habit of doing that, yeah, and... And, but right, uh, but what was the, so you said the original impulse was that you just felt overwhelmed, like <laughs> oh my god, this feels too good, I got to sit down and really enjoy this. Well, yeah, it, well either that, you, still, it, just the shower was kind of where I would always do my jacking. <laughs> nice. But um, you start getting zits on your ass if you sit on the shower too long. <laughs> so what I would do is I would take like a dish rag or a wash rag and set it down on the bottom of the shower so I could sit on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the first times I came, I went back to Minnesota from. Uh, 
being out here doing some comedy and stuff, I, I met up with Lutz at a bar, and he took like 20 minutes to pull me aside and said, look, I got this bit that you can use. And it wasn't a joke. It was just explaining the way he masturbates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Oh, there's definitely some comedy in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you share. You just gave me a list of some stories you want to talk about. I don't even know how to get into this, but He-Man oh. Tub. Oh, He-Man Tub. Yeah, I. Well, that's kind of a story. Story of me. Um, I, I guess being a little kid, not really masturbating, kind of playing with toys in the bathtub. But I was um, at my at one of my ex-girlfriend's house and talking to her brother, and and we were trying to kind of get to know each other. You don't know if you should hug when you leave and that kind of stuff. And <laughs> you're, 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 kind of, you're kind of talking to each other and saying. I still haven't uh, figured that out. I'm always the guy. I never like I I'm friends with girls or whatever, and it's always just like. Do you have to hug the dad? And is it weird if you're high and you don't want to look him in the eye? And if you look down, are you a bad guy because you didn't look him in the eye, but you were just high? So. Right. Exactly. Um. So he'd start saying, do you ever play with toys in the bathtub or this? Or do you have your guys? I'm like, yeah, man, I, I put my G.I. Joe's up like on my knees, and they'd fight down and be on my stomach. And then he's like, totally, me too. And it'd, the water would be like a, the, the ocean, and you'd jump up and make them fight. And I'd say, yeah, did you ever take your scrotum and wrap them around a guy? And, and does, your sack would be just like this big monster that would overtake one of your guys. And he stood there and looked at me. He's like, no. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with my, you know? Yeah. Now, you seem to be... Um, <laughs> You seem to be a very active guy. You have, uh, you've talked about, you have ADD. I'm an ADHD kind of guy. I got ADD. the hyperactive in there. Nice. Definitely. Now, when did you start first start noticing that? Did you? Is it something that was like a problem as a kid? Were you, were you acting out in class? And stuff I was like the that? kid with the hand up in class, waving it around and telling the wrong answer. <laughs> total wrong answer. It reminds you of that scene in The Simpsons. Yeah. Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Stop raising your hand. You raised it 20 times. So what do you think caused that? Or do you think it's just a chemical just, imbalance? No, it's a chemical imbalance. I'm kind of a spaz, and it kind of makes me who I am, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it. it uh, I guess it came out in college diagnosis-wise. I, I would take, like, math and science and, and physics classes and, and get A's, and then all the reading and classes where you'd have to sit and read 500 pages and comprehend it all and focus and pay attention, and it was just horseshit at you didn't get diagnosed till college? No. Wow. I, just, I, was, I was the <laughs> best cheater. You, you, you could have asked I made it through high school at Apollo, though, man. That's not that tough. You could have asked me in seventh grade. I would have said I knew that you were. My, my mom goes, I wish I, you know, Chris, I wish I would have listened. They just said you were you were just hyper. Well, fuck. That's, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now, does that, has, what, has you ever, have you ever suffered any, like, severe consequences from your ADD? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just impulsively yelled that out or I'm, like, is it impulse control, or you just got tons of energy? Tons of energy, you're bouncing, you're kind of, you're kind of bouncing off the walls a bit. My job, if I have to sit, most of it's a outside sales, but if you're sitting inside at an office and and you got a lot of shit going on, you're, you're just going crazy. So they'll they'll pop you on some Adderall, and Adderall will act kind of like a, a slowdown for me. Most people, it would speed them up. A lot of people are like, give me those Adderalls, I'm gonna go crazy in Vegas, man. Fuck, I'm like whatever, dude, it doesn't do shit for me. But, yeah. So what about what about caffeine or other stimulants? Does that still perk you up? It doesn't do anything. Caffeine doesn't do anything nothing, to you? Nothing. So you're just like, you're constantly at like a Red Bull level, and then Adderall just knocks you down a notch? It, it really, it doesn't knock me down so much, I guess. It does speed up your heart, but I guess what it does is it, it kind of makes me focus more and just slow down to a point where, yeah, you can you can really get your shit done. Nice. I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. So can we get some of those Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what well, we're yeah, getting around. Yeah. All my buddies are like, crush them up, man. We'll snort them in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. I know you like to party a lot, and uh, I remember our buddy Matt, you had some, uh, you had some trouble with some uh, DUIs. Yes, I have two of those. 
Now, how how do you get these teeth? What? How'd you get the first one? <laughs> I think I have an um, idea, but well, the, honestly, the first one I, I picked up this girl Sherry from a birthday party, and they'd gotten in this cake fight, so she had cake all over her face. Cop, right. Cop eventually thought I beat her up, and she's bleeding. She <laughs> was just cake on her face. It was just red ice. And, and we did a birthday shot before we left, and I, I think I had a few beers, but I got a flat tire, and cop came, and. There you go. That seems, for any drunk drivers out there, if you get a flat tire or your car breaks down, just leave the car, yeah. get a cab home, get home. I mean, if you learn one thing from this podcast. No, because my cousin got a DUI the same way. Like, he he was driving in an area, and, like, I guess the river, or, you know, the river flooded out, and he started driving through it and, you know, ended up stalling his car, and that's... Because anytime your car breaks down, especially at night, the cop's going to pull up, and then, oh, okay, you realize... You're blowing to this. Sir, do you have a jack? Yeah, blow here. Now, how'd you get the second one? Um, my the, the ex whore, the fiance one, not the cool girl that I just broke up with. I'm friends with. <laughs> FYI, everyone. Um, yeah, she, her her car. I told her three months before the Brewfest, you got your taillight out. Fix it. Doesn't fix it. I'm driving it drunk. So you're going to Brewfest. We're which on our is way like home a... from Brewfest. Oh, okay. Me and my buddy and her, and uh, yeah, taillight out. And then they took my license, brought it back. I found out later in kind of alcohol class that they have these secret microphones. If you get pulled over with multiple people, and they'll just listen to what you say. And when he went back, we're, we're like, okay, you're cool, you're cool. I'm like, oh, I'm so fucked, I'm going to fucking jail. <laughs> I'm going to fucking jail. So wait, so they, they recorded sure. that? Well, they just sit and listen to you if you're going to kind of incriminate yourself. Oh, okay. And I totally threw myself under the bus because he came back with my ID and goes, what's in there? What's in that cup? What's in there? Are you guys drunk? Get out of the... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, holy shit, what, where the fuck did you come from? You were cool a minute ago. You just said my tail I was busted. What the fuck? But yeah, I had a blow machine for a year and everything. It was uh, it was quite a mess. Now so. describe what is the blow machines the thing they install to like kind of lock your ignition down? Yeah, you just got to kind of blow in there and, and they make you kind of hum and blow at the same time. People I guess were sticking air hoses in there. <laughs> Imagine how desperate you are to drive drunk that you get an air hose, fire that into the thing. No, this yeah, this kid scary. in my little alcohol class they made us go to. This guy was one of those. He paid some kid 20 bucks to blow in there at the bar and fucking drove home. Nice. Be so intelligent to God fight something damn. like that, but not just smart enough to be like. <laughs> not oh, intelligent maybe. just to get the cab. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. So what do you got coming up in the next year, Lutz? What's your goal now that you're out in LA? What do What are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do with your life? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. I want to come out here and see what you guys are doing and hang out and just uh and kind of live it up and and see what happens. I uh we're opening a new region out here for work and and I'm gonna. Once my lease is up in October, we'll see what happens with the hockey team. I, I, the first year, I kind of wanted to hang out and go to all these games. I'm like a super fan. I get all <laughs> get all trash and go there and, and dance with the fucking mascot and hang out with my little sister and, and brother. But, yeah, eventually October, probably try to get out here near Burbank. Nice, man. Sounds like a plan. Attacking the world. I like that. Now, uh, let's see. There's... <laughs> I'm just looking at the list, it's like fart, fart, poop, uh, fall down. I did want to talk about the, uh, we could jump around a little bit. Sure, whatever uh, you want to talk my about. My buddy Jack like Jared, he's, he's my driver tonight, so I'm trying to be responsible with the drink. Right, I appreciate yeah. it. Now, why do they, awesome. now this is your buddy, your friend from work, why do they call him Jack off Jared? I just started calling him that. <laughs> no one does. No me. one else does. Actually, some people at work go, hey, J-O-J, or J-O-Jizzle, he kind of, and he gets all mad at him, he's all... You can't be calling me that here at work. <laughs> Only he can call me that. No, nobody needs to know I'm a jack-off. But, so uh, wait, you just figured like, oh, this guy's kind of a jerk-off. Like, uh, you know, I'll call him jack-off Well, I said, what, what do you want? What should I say tonight? What do you want me to talk about? He goes, tell him about the why girls swallow thing. All right. Yeah. Let's hear your... Uh, yeah, and and it's a theory. And, and women call in if you can. And guys... Yeah, feel and free say, to give us a call. 323 <laughs> I, I need to hear this because why the fuck do girls swallow cum? 
Right. And, and I've came to the conclusion that the reason they do it is when you're growing up as a little kid and your buddies are just like, she suck your dick. Yeah, did she swallow? I don't know. Or yeah, I don't know. If she doesn't swallow, she's not a real fucking girl. Girls hear this <laughs> shit. They don't want to suck dick at all. They don't even want to fucking do it. Say. They don't even know what's going on. I had one friend in, in high school that thought this girl, she thought a blowjob, you had to just grab and blow on it. Fuck. So it, I have heard that before that, you know, totally clueless chicks think that's what, you know, they take it very literal. Well, exactly. And, and so it, the whole point is, is why do they do it? And I think they only do it because they think guys want them to, to do it. And they do it to get you. And then you end up living with them and building this relationship with them. And you never get blowjobs anymore. And all these guys are like, why the fuck don't you get blowjobs anymore? She only did that nasty shit to get you. Now she's got you. But what I've came to the conclusion of is if you just tell them, I don't want any cum on your face or down your mouth at all. I just want to come all over either your ass or your tits. <laughs> You're going to get a lot more blowjobs. Right, a lot exactly. more blowjobs. She's going to be like, cool, that's fucking great. I'll so just you think their biggest hang-up is the actual swallowing and that if you go out of your way to... I know make- it is. It's not just a thing. Imagine if you were eating pussy and a big booger shot out of the beaver hole. <laughs> oh, and, 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 you, and you knew that the only way the girl would come is if you swallowed it. Or like you you knew that she wanted you to. Like the fucking right. nastiest shit. And I'd find a chick that didn't have whatever that... Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. exactly. No guys would ever be I like, I love lie. eating pussy. Well, no shit you love eating pussy. It's not that hard. You just have to lick it. <laughs> girls have to swallow your shit. Really? You make them do that? It's a lot know. of work. Ladies, once again, yeah. Chris Lutz is single. <laughs> what kind of lady are you looking for? I'm really not looking right now. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to just take a take a relaxing time and, and focus on work, get my shit right, and, and come out here and and uh, see what happens. But I, I'm definitely attracted to the Latinas. I'm a right. blonde haired, blue eyed guy, and I'm. He's a stud, I, I, he's there's a, stud a lot Latinas. of Latinas out here. Holy shit, they don't man. have these in Minnesota. They don't yeah, have you came to the right all. place, man. Fuck, it's great. All right, Logan, you ready to take us out with a haiku? Absolutely. All right, lay it on us, man. Asian B-Ball League. Prince singing the football song. Fart, poop, fall down, scare. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful, Logan. Great job. I right want to here. thank uh, thank Lutz for coming in. Lutz, where can people check you out? Just look up. Uh, do you want people to contact oh, I don't you? Know. I've, sure, I guess. I'm on Facebook. I'm the guy with the Mario costume on hugging us fucking Star Wars character. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Casey, where can people check you out? Uh, either uh, Twitter, uh, Internet Casey, or on Funny or Die backslash Cream. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in the program every Thursday, 8 o'clock at LA Talk Radio. This has been The Green Room. Are any girls going to call in about the swallowing or anything? <laughs> Are they? The, thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and subscribe to the show today on iTunes. She was really naive.